Welcome to the Coconuts Podcast. Today is October 16th, 2020. The Coconuts Podcast is your home for top trending news and pop culture from all across Southeast Asia and Hong Kong. I'm Vim Shanmugam. And I'm Summer Lee. Woo! Woo! Hi, Summer. Hi, Vim. What's up? I'm good. How are you? Same, same. You know. <laughs> How was. Um, I heard the podcast last week. It was really, really fun. Good to have Byron back for, for a while. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. obviously, everyone's super, super swamped. Yep, yep. Good hard work. Good hard work. Yay. But I'm excited for the show today. We have a special guest. Oh, guess who? Bet you I know. I mean, obviously, like, uh, by this time, podcast description would already, like, give it away. But I think we still need to tease our listeners a little bit just in case you know they just automatically subscribe which you should subscribe 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 mm-hmm. love you you guys are special <laughs> and automatically like don't know who the guest is bum 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 so here's a clue that's all we're doing that's that's a little bit that's a little <laughs> bit of the, little bit of the clue <laughs> oh the suspense how are y'all still alive Advertise with our in-house agency, Grove. Fast, funny, digital. Join forces with us to slay buzzwords, rise above the noise, and sow the seeds of something great. Get in touch via coconuts.co slash grove. And now our top stories for the week. Woo-hoo! We start off in Manila. Yay. But yeah, we start off in Manila where a sibling spills the tea. PR Wardsbach slammed by her own sister in damaging online posts. Oh my god. But yeah, families airing out their dirty laundry seems par for the cause in Philippine showbiz. Oh dear. Who could forget the infamous 2019 wrestling match that the Barreto sisters got involved in at their father's wake, one that was witnessed by <laughs> President Duterte himself? Yes. Yeah, despite Pinoy celebrities' penchant for public drama, however, uh, fans were still shocked that Sarah Wurzbach released a series of Instagram stories over the weekend where she lambasted her sister, former Miss Universe Pia Wurzbach, and their mother, Cheryl Alonzo Tyndall. So for unclear oh. reasons, Sarah called out Pia for having a horrible attitude and for dragging people who are not involved into their spat. But I don't know, isn't she doing the same, you know, like just airing this out on Instagram stories to her followers? But I don't know. I know. But we love some family drama. Yeah, yeah man. Especially. The more public, the better. But for us. Influenza um, family drama. Yeah, man. While <laughs> indoors, we have nothing to do. So we'll just look at your drama. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, attacking Pia's account, Sarah said, you don't want to support your only sibling and then you always involve people who are not part of the discussion. If only people knew how horrible your and mama's behavior is, just because I keep silent doesn't mean I'm the one who's wrong here. I'm the one who has to remain understanding when I was the one who was abused. You assholes. Uh Oh Oh my gosh. She said in Instagram stories, in create mode, you know, the one where you do like the black background and the white text. Oh my gosh. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. scary scary yeah it's so weird for all of us you know like just chilling on the internet and then we see something like this with like accusations you know being thrown about and from family members no less i mean why what is the purpose of kind of you know calling people out especially if it's a family member online <laughs> well i think one thing we can say is that like um anytime this is just shot and fighter on my part but anytime that any influencer is in some sort of trouble or is a miss some drama, I enjoy it. 
Yeah, I guess. It's like we can't we can't fault them for not being entertaining. Like it's good for us, but bad for y'all. <laughs> so true. Oh. From Manila, we're going to Jakarta where there's still sort of social media drama. A whole bunch of TikTok users have come out uh, and they all claim to be mistresses of different Indonesian MPs. And they're all threatening to expose salacious affairs, all because of this new um, controversial job creation law. So for people who don't know, um, this new law basically like removes um, minimum wage. It removes severance pay. And there's a lot of differences and systems put in place for uh, hourly pay. So a lot of people are unhappy um, and there have been like violent protests on the streets, but some very beautiful women, shall I say, have mm. gone on TikTok and have claimed, allegedly, uh, to be mistresses of different Indonesian MPs. And they're all, you know, showing photos of sexy photos of themselves and um, with all kinds of captions threatening to reveal all to these MPs. Um, and I think a popular, uh, popular hashtag was, do you remember me? Remember me? <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bit of a controversial um, law causing all these women have popped out to challenge uh, the MP. So whether it's true or not about the affairs, we don't know. But uh, the law is definitely one that is perturbing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I love that TikTok is now a medium that's more like uh, more than memes, more than just memes. People are using it for interesting purposes, I would say. Yeah. and yeah just continuing on the thread of drama we move over to hong kong where a district councillor calls for the removal of an indecent billboard outside sham shui po mall yeah 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 so the board in question is an anime style billboard advertisement and yeah the district council has called it inappropriate and not family friendly so nicole lau who serves the namchong area led a small demonstration on a food bridge outside dragon center on thursday afternoon to protest the colorful billboard which features scantily clad women posing next to slogans like focus on the good and don't forget your original intentions. Mm. It's, it's real funny because like, you know, it's cartoons and mm. sure, granted, there's one um, cartoon lady in a bra and like kind of looking over her shoulder. It's like, really, this is the focus considering everything that's going on in the world. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what was the, what was the board even for? Like, what, what, why did the board, uh, what was the board supposed to be for? Oh, yeah. So um, so Lau also said that, you know, there are many schools in the area and that parents feel uneasy when mm. they walk past the billboard with their children. Mm. And yeah, but of course, you know, online criticism has come in as usual as to any <laughs> problem. And it's like, there's so many problems with Sham Shui Po, one comment read, and you go after something so pointless. Don't you feel like you're wasting taxpayers' money doing all this trivial stuff to pretend you're actually getting things done? Oh, Ooh, yeah, slam. of course. Yeah, this uh, commenter was referring to the fact that Lau had pixelated an image of the billboard on her Facebook page and another netizen commented, it's your face that should be censored. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Get harsh. Harsh, but fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, man. And then other people are like, next step, cordon off all the beaches and arrest all the women wearing bikinis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'd understand like having like, you know, very lewd photos in, in areas with with families and, and kids but um yeah I don't, I don't think that was like too crazy but you know to each his mm-hmm. own to each his own absolutely so, mm-hmm. well i guess you can 
if some people are getting hot because of a billboard, there's a new way to get hot in Singapore. <laughs> Summer, do you enjoy Zook? Do you remember Zook even? Well, you know, it's like associated with like teenage memories. It's like the first club you go to when you turn 18. Was it 18? Oh, it's 18. Sorry. Yeah, it's 18. <laughs> well, so so like three years ago. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Just kidding. JK, JK. Um, so, so people who don't know, Zook uh, is probably like the most famous like nightclub in Singapore. Um, mm. They have a long history. They were in one location before that has a lot of tradition. Uh, and they've moved to obviously like a bigger space in an area called Clark Key in Singapore, which is a big nightlife area. And mm-hmm. because of COVID-19 and because of circuit breaker and lockdowns, um, not, Zook, just like other nightclubs, have been kind of closed. And um, they've decided to pivot and do something new to um, get business going again. And so Zook will now be blasting music and smoke machines for your own spin class, you can actually do what? a spin class at Zook. Yeah, so they're they're partnering with Absolute Cycle, and they're going to be doing a whole bunch of classes um, from now on. Um, I think there's about twenty classes a day, and yeah, in in the midst of your doing your classes, you'll have uh, pulsating uh, music. Um, I think probably strobe lights. Maybe I, I'm maybe. just going to assume that, and mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, like uh, smoke machines. Who wouldn't want smoke machines? I feel like that would put some people in the mood to really sort of like get get hardcore and work out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. every like clubber who misses the ambiance, like maybe this is the closest socially distanced kind of experience. <laughs> yet. Yeah, yeah. I am not a fan of the new Zook, but <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's just like too many people, and I think like it doesn't have the uh, old charm that the old place mm-hmm. um, had. But I think this is a cool way to bring in new people, and and you know the the space is there, and I think a lot of people are looking for places to work out, um, and are some people might be afraid to go to gyms, so this might be a good place to go. That is fair. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we move over to KL, where the Johor minister wants the Malaysia Singapore border to fully open. Dude, same. But yeah, so uh, the Johor State Chief Minister is expected to propose his plans to the Malaysian government on how the country can fully reopen its land borders with Singapore and resume tax revenue. This is important because it's like the the next step, it, let's hope anyway. Um, yeah, in... and it's like one of the busiest causeways in the world, mm-hmm. I want to assume. But yeah, uh, Hasni Mohamed yeah. announced yesterday that he will propose his plans in front of the Economic Action Council in Putrajaya next Monday. Mm. And yeah, the plan is expected to help. Uh, sorry, let me see. The plan is expected to help thousands more Malaysians who regularly commute between the two neighboring countries. And yeah, he also highlighted that Malaysia has lost considerable tax revenue as lesser people are allowed to cross. Bum, bum, bum. And yeah, of course, I want to also go there and like bump petrol. Just kidding, but you know, <laughs> I miss Malaysian food. <laughs> JK. Yeah, I know. Um, but I just, you know, I'm so afraid. Like, I just feel like okay. one's once um these like sort of uh modes of exit start like arriving whether it's like the causeway or whether it's the airport or her you know just taking a boat to like batam or bintan like mm. all these areas are going to be like swamped with people like um yeah. that it's probably going to be a mess for like weeks 
Yeah, and, and just looking at how um, Singaporeans function, that's me. I'm calling myself out. Like, <laughs> the second we get a new bubble tea store or, like, this new iPhone, dude, we are cures. Like, it's in our blood. And it's like, the second something opens, everyone's going to flock to it. The same way hot pot restaurants were booked out, like, heck. Like, for months ahead, like, when it first, you know, was announced that we could go back to restaurants again. <laughs> Singaporeans! Such craziness. Yeah, man. Well, to switch gears a little bit, and this is a kind of a serious topic. Um, as we know, there are some protests going on in Bangkok. Protesters held a afternoon rally despite um, a bunch of arrests and uh, a severe state of emergency. Um, for people who don't know, students have been protesting um, against the prime minister, Prayut Chanocha. Um, basically, he... Um, went into power because of a coup in 2014. And last year, he was appointed as premier uh, after some would say a controversial election uh, <laughs> took place last year. Um, so yeah, students are out uh, protesting. They've been doing it this whole week and there were a bunch of arrests that happened and Bangkok uh, went into a state of emergency in the last couple of days. So um Students are putting that aside. They're still going to go uh, and protest. Um, it's sort of a very heated situation. There is a lot of um, controversy. There's a lot of uh, unhappy people. And this is something that, um, yeah, we've been closely like following uh, on Coconuts Bangkok. And I think this is something that um, we will keep an eye on uh, as it continues. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter because like, we have a reporter uh, from Coconuts, Bangkok. Her name is Chayanid. She's actually reporting from the ground and it's real interesting shit, I will say. Yeah, I mean, I saw the video yesterday and um, we saw yeah people being like beaten and yeah, all kinds of like craziness happening. So it's, it's truly, um, you know, a, a very sort of um, tension filled time. Mm, it's a real holy shit moment because like we're kind of witnessing history being made right now in that, mm -hmm. you know, like people are actually publicly criticizing the royal family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy so shit. It's, uh, yeah, I think like they just want reform and, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a long going uh, um, topic. Mm. It's a long going struggle um, in Absolutely. Bangkok, in Thailand. Yep. Nova and KL, a cafe owner mulls action against a TikTok user unable to order food on her birthday. <laughs> oh no. The owner of a popular cafe in KL said today that she's reviewing an incident involving a TikTok user who had publicly complained about not being able to order food at its premises. And this is despite the advance notices that it was closing early on Saturday. Christina Bong, who owns Poco KL in Patalang Jaya, told Coconuts KL that her management team is actually reviewing the matter now, a day after writing on Instagram that she was looking for a lawyer to act on a potential defamation case against the complainer. And this is TikTok user Athalia and a mother, veteran singer Sharifa Zarina. Mm. Yeah, so she said, Christina Bong said, any lawyers want to take on this defamation case against these insta-famous people on our behalf? And the same mother-daughter duo were recently embroiled in the child grooming controversy with actor Elvin Chong. And yeah, Bong also called out Athalia for attacking her cafe, saying that the group had failed to notice the early closure signs. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's a bit like, you know, it's one of these things where, like, influencers go, like, why are people not bending to do things for me, it seems. <laughs> if anything, that's my opinion. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess like I mean to play devil's advocate, like I wouldn't let people in if it, if I was gonna close in fifteen minutes. But mm. maybe maybe there was some miscom, uh, and that happens. But uh, mm. yeah, a little a little crummy. Um, you know, I, I just don't like this. Um, everyone's on edge, and I feel like you know if you just don't get your way, like everyone's like going to you know shout foul and and mm. try to cancel everyone. So um, yeah, let's hope uh, you know. Um, this doesn't get too serious and uh, business can go back to normal and uh, the influencer uh, can uh, go back to her life uh, without mm -hmm. bothering anyone else. <laughs> mm, absolutely. And it just rubs me the wrong freaking way. Like people with followers, shut up. It's like, I don't know. Some of them may not be, um, you know, aware that they kind of have power and definitely absolutely. there is an expectation for them to act right and kind of not tear down businesses also in, you know, the year of Miss COVID. Yeah, I think like this is just a sensitive time and people just need to be more empathetic. Like, yeah, fine. You're mm. you don't get to eat your what whatever cake or food that you wanted and yeah, move on. Go somewhere else. Like, you know, it's like as though there's no other like restaurant, you know. Yeah. <laughs> got feedback? Go through the proper channels, ma'am. Do not be shaming restaurants left and right on your giant ass platforms. Let's not do that. <laughs> 100%. 100 true. <laughs> I'm super excited for our next guest, Summer, because um, uh -huh. I probably grew up with her a little bit more than you did. Mm, um, I was an embryo or something, you know, like uh, in the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, obviously like a megastar uh, from a mega band and has been having a super successful solo career. Um, mm. And without further ado, Summer, will you introduce our guest? Drumroll, please. Okay, so you might know her as Sporty Spice from the Spice Girls. But yeah, it's freaking Mel C. So Ooh. like since like, you know, she's like conquered the 90s with her little Spice Girls group. Um, now she has her own solo career and she's just pumping out hits. Jammers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, her solo career is really taking off and she's just released her new album titled Melanie C, of course. And yeah, Stop, it's a freaking bop. Gotta get on it, man. Yeah, really, really um, great music, eclectic. I think it tells a lot about her, her life and her, mm. um, you know, how the her music, I mean, how her music has evolved. So very excited to mm -hmm. talk to her right now. <gasps> she actually wants to talk to us. Thank you for being on the Coconuts Podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Yay. Awesome. Yeah, I guess we'll get, we'll get right into it. Um, new album. Um, how excited are you? And tell us more. Tell us more. What inspired you? Um, and tell us more about the album. This is my eighth album. It's yeah. self-titled, which mm -hmm. felt very appropriate because... I, I feel like I've been on this voyage of self-discovery and I found myself on stage with the Spice Girls doing a stadium tour last year and it gave me an opportunity to be Sporty Spice again and to remember that it's such a huge part of who I am. Mm. And that made me feel very reflective. I wanted to make an album that was dance-inspired pop. I wanted to really serve some songs that were positive and full of self-empowerment 
And I'm so pleased. I've been able to release it this year when things are so difficult. And people just seem to be really loving it. It's been received very well. So it's an exciting time for me. Yeah, totally. Just speaking about lockdown, I know we've all been indoors. And I guess that's just global right now. But yeah, what has been your favorite activity in lockdown? Maybe it's a new hobby. Oh, I think it's eating. <laughs> you know what was? It was a bit of a novelty for me. Was you know because my I love my work and my work I travel all the time. I'm mm. like if I'm not in a hotel, I'm in an airport. If I'm not in an airport, I'm in a TV studio. You know, it's like this travel. But I love 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 to travel. But actually being at home and having a routine was like a novelty to me. So I would work in the week and then like come Friday, I get a nice shot. I'd cook some nice food, you know, we'd drink some nice wine. And I kind of, I, I like that kind of, you know, I think this is what lots, this is what a lot of British people do normally. But for your, me, this is like a treat. What's your go-to, what's your go-to meal that you cook at home? Your comfort food? Oh, well, right now I have been craving quite spicy food. So... Mm. It's, yeah, it's getting quite chilly here in London. You know, we're getting into autumn. So I have been making dolls and oh, yeah, wow. just wanted like, some nice Mexican food as well. Oh. Just want those like nice chilli and, you know, nice hot spices. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice warm comfort food. <laughs> Very cool. So exactly. obviously like um, you've been in the public eye for so long um, and how does it feel? I've always wanted to ask you, like, how does it feel once, you know, you had, obviously when you first, first started off, you had, you know, idols that inspired you and now being an idol who's inspired, like all these new artists, like, how does that, how does it feel like being that person? It's so weird. It's like, it's hard to get your head around it, but it's also really, really lovely and what I've been loving making this record and you know meeting young artists is there are a lot of young artists that I love who inspire me who were Spice Girls fans so it's just like this mad cycle of like you know they were they wanted to make music because they were big Spice Girls fans and then I love their music and it inspires my music so it's just like this like this cycle of giving it's lovely. That's awesome. And yeah of course, speaking of cycle of, you know, going, giving back to people, um, we know you had this lyric, they said I was too old, but I'm on fire. In your uh-huh. track, here I am. Do you think yeah. ageism is a prevalent problem in the music industry, seeing as, you know, your whole album is just about uh, important messages? I think it is a bit of an issue. Well, it is in the, in the UK. It's something I'm very aware of. There are certain radio stations that will not even consider playing your music because oh. of your age. Oh, wow. it doesn't matter what it sounds yeah it doesn't matter what it sounds like because you're not the demographic but it's like I don't understand because you know when you listen to music you're unaware of how old the person is singing it mm. you know it's completely irrelevant but it's just it's part of the culture I think here and we have seen much better roles for women in movies and mm-hmm. in you know tv and drama but I think music's a little bit behind. You know, obviously I'm a huge fan of Madonna and, you know, Kylie has a new album coming out right now. And mm. they're the, the more mature women who I look up to in pop music. Um, but yeah, it's a very different landscape, I think, than it is for men. 
I, yeah, I think like in Singapore as well, like I think we do have like um, certain channels, certain radio stations that are just geared towards like certain demographics. So you can only have like, oh, this person's like a retro, retro singer. And I feel bad. I, I grew up with the Amelies. So like, I feel bad that I, when they say this music's for you. Like, I feel like it should be for everyone. So yeah, yeah completely, completely agree. So away from away from music scene, obviously, like uh, you, you touched a little bit on what the lock, what the lockdown was. But what's your what do you do? What 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 sort of like winds you down? What keeps you chill? What keeps you focused? I really love. I love getting a bath. That's kind of my little ritual. You know, like mm-hmm. people have started talking about like their sleep routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love like having a really hot bubble bath, chilling out, put, lighting a candle. Um, yeah, that really chills me out. I mean, my little girl's eleven, so there's quite a lot mm-hmm. of chaos in the house yeah. and <laughs> homework not getting yeah. done and mm-hmm. people not going to bed and people getting up to get snacks. Yeah, I like I like aromatherapy oils as well. You know, lighting a nice diffuser and trying to get you a nice environment yeah mm, yeah i guess that leads us nicely to our other question uh what do you do when you're not making music like what are your other hobbies when you're not off you know blessing our ears yeah bless <laughs> you um uh, yeah you know what music is my passion and even into like what i other thing i love to do i love to stay fit you know i love to mm-hmm. do sport i've competed in some triathlons i love to get to the gym i love to do a bit of yoga and um, what's really fun about that is that you can incorporate music into that too you know it's a great mm-hmm. motivator so um yeah i love sticking in my my headphones and going out on a bit of a jog um, yeah i think Fitness has been really helpful through the pandemic as well because it's just it's just helped keep me positive, you know, keep that mm. positive mindset. It's good for your mental health as well as your physical health. So I think if anybody is thinking about embarking on like a, a fitness regime, yeah. do it. And just start small, you know, don't go all out and like kill yourself <laughs> in the first session. Just go and do like 15, 20 minutes and, you know, you will reap the rewards. Well, speaking of, speaking about sports, I think this is a good segue because... Uh, I would be, you know, I, I have to ask you this question. So Liverpool won their championship last year after more than 30 years. And how, yeah. how was that for you? <laughs> how, how was that for you being a Liverpool fan? And how did you and your family celebrate? How was that craziness? Oh my gosh. It was the kind of most bittersweet Yeah. Um, Yeah. Win that we ever had. It was like, you know, we had the most incredible season and it was so exciting. And then football stopped with the Mm. pandemic. And then, you know, when it started back up again and we finally we won the premiership after all those years. So we were so proud and so excited, but we haven't been able to celebrate like we w- would normally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have all like the, the bus going through the city center and yeah. everyone out on the street and um, lifting the, the cup and everything. So um, yeah, so we, we need to maybe do that again. The season hasn't got off to the best start this mm. year, <laughs> this season. So um, yeah, they might have a little bit of work to do to, uh, to, to do it again. Think, you think they're gonna win? this year i would like to say (laughs) (laughs) fair enough fair enough just back to music again uh i guess what are some new artists that you really like or would recommend to all of us oh i have been having a great time listening to music through lockdown Mm. i have discovered a beautiful british artist called arlo parks Mm. um her music is so like ethereal and beautiful 
I worked with a great, another British female artist called Shora, who again, she's quite electronic and some like disco vibes in there. Really lovely yeah. lyrics, very heartfelt. She's great. Uh, quite different. I also discovered Rina Sawayama, who I love. Mm -hmm. I love her music. She's got like such like different um, influences, you know, from like pop to like new metal and like she, she brings it all together and it's so unique. She's very cool. Nadia Rose is a British grime artist yeah. that I collaborate with on the album yeah. mm -hmm. on the song Fearless mm -hmm. and she's really fun. Her music is really empowering but it's also got a real sense of humour about it which yeah. I really adore. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to, to lots of lots of females actually. I think there's lots of great girls out there right now. Yeah. Okay, awesome. and I totally have to ask, what is your favourite um, song off of your own album? I don't know if I have a favorite, you know, it's so hard because you know what I feel with this album, what's been really interesting is when fans tell you their favorite mm. song mm. or journalists and DJs and people tell yeah. you, people keep choosing different ones. Yeah. And more often than not with an album, people will gravitate towards the same songs. But this one it's like, and I, cause I feel like for me, I, you know, like every album, there's always one or two you might skip, right? Mm. But on this album, for me, I listen to it in its entirety every time. So I just feel like it's it's a really strong record, you know, with really strong songs. Mm. So to pick a favourite, it's impossible. Yeah. Mm. I mean, just for the record, I'll say that I'm obsessed with Overload, but, you know, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> Overload's great. It is, yeah. it's, it's one of my favorites, absolutely. I love Blame It On Me. I just, in fact, like, Summer and I were just talking about it, like, this sort of Black Mirror-esque, like, sort of MTMV for that. So really, really beautiful and cool. Yeah. And, yeah, but and I think I feel like you're always sort of, like, um, changing up the music and style. Um, and But also, like, I think we always see the your spirit in, in your songs. Like, how is that process? Like, how is that process of, like, sort of changing things up, evolving with the times, but still keeping, you know, your spirit and your love in, and passion in your, in your uh, music? Well, I'm always inspired about from the world around me, you know, so... Mm lyrically it will always be drawing upon my personal experiences and feelings but then musically you know often it'll be what I'm listening to so you know whatever's going on at the time I think with this album because I have been DJing for a couple of years yes. I really remembered how much I love dance music yeah. yeah so house music and disco in 90s and and so that really influenced the sound of this album awesome Melanie, thank you so much for your time. Just, uh, we we wish we could speak to you even more, but but um, you know, I think I know you're in a well, side schedule. Hopefully, yeah. Like next time, let's let's all get in a room together. Yeah. Yes. Let's look 100%. forward to that when we can get back to normality and hang out together. I would With, love that. Without human masks. interaction. <laughs> I know. Yeah, maskless. Thank you thank so much. Thank you so much, guys. Lovely to speak to you. Love from Singapore. Well, Summer, that was really, really fun. We could have talked to her for another hour for sure. 
Uh, I can't say anything right now. I'm still starstruck. Just kidding, <laughs> but oh my god. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, it's such a great album. And I think that, you know, if you guys are out there, please stream her album on the usual platforms. And mm-hmm. uh, if you want to buy them, I think, you know, you can find it on Apple and Amazon and whatnot. Who buys music on these platforms? I don't know, but do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's all for this week. We will have another great guest next week. Uh, maybe another Spice Girl? JK, uh-huh. JK. I JK, hope so. <laughs> but till then, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support Coconuts and our weird and wondrous stories, you can become a Coco Plus member at coconuts.co slash membership, make a patron payment at coconuts.co slash patron, or buy a fresh merch at the Coconut shop at shop.coconuts.co. Subscribe to the podcast and leave reviews. Tell us how you feel and what you like and don't like. We're excited to hear from you. The Coconuts Podcast delivers impactful, weird, and wondrous reporting by our journalists on the ground in eight cities. Singapore, Bangkok, Hong Kong, Manila, Jakarta, Kuala Lumpur, Yangon, and Bali. Listen to headline news and insightful news on matters large and small. Designed for people located in or curious about Southeast Asia and Hong Kong. The Coconuts Podcast is a Coconuts Media production. Our hosts are Summer Lee and Vim Shanmugam. Our executive producer is Byron Perry. Our production manager is Clarissa Cortez. And our editor is Rainer Lim. <laughs>